If you've had experiences of going along with something, even though part of you just wasn't quite into it, and finding yourself talked into something that you wanted to say no, but you didn't know how, and then there was a part of you that thought, well, maybe the other person who's encouraging me to do this, maybe they're right, and maybe this is right for me. This clip is for you. Hey, Adele Wong here, and welcome to this podcast where we explore all things around creating a life and livelihood that you love. And if you're listening to this, you've probably had experiences at some point in challenges with saying no. And I know this whole thing about boundaries is a really hot topic these days, and there's several reasons for it. So don't worry, it's not just you. This is something millions of people struggle with. And there are some cultural and historical reasons as to why, but I'll save that for another clip. But in this one, I just want you to bring to mind situations where you found yourself going along with something and maybe feeling that you should go with the flow and inside not really wanting to do it and being encouraged by someone or people around you to the point where you found yourself making decisions that you really regretted later. Let me tell you about a client I had recently. I'll call her uh, Stephanie. So Stephanie's a lovely young woman who is very active um, in seeking a life partner. And she's very worried that in the geography that she lives in, there just aren't that very many available men in the pool. And one of her life goals is to be partnered and married with the right man and have a family. So she's actively dating. And when Stephanie and I first started working together, she already knew she had trouble with boundaries and saying no. And what I told her was that this thing is going to be in every aspect. And she agreed. You know, it's when people struggle with boundaries, it's not usually related to just one area. Um, It's usually a pervasive thing. So Stephanie told me recently that she met someone online, she found interesting, and they arranged to meet in a hotel lobby, and she was actually attracted to this gentleman. Um, He was interesting, he was doing something fascinating in her field, and they had a lovely conversation in the hotel lobby. And he was in the investment community. And she found the conversation very interesting, and as they talked, he said, you know, um, why don't I share more with you? I have, I've written an entire paper around investment in this particular industry. Would you like to see it? And Stephanie said, yeah, that sounds interesting. Because she was interested in him. She was attracted. And then this man said, well, you know, the paper is on my laptop up in my room. Why don't you come up? come up to my room and you can see the paper on my laptop. And Stephanie said that at that moment, she felt something a little bit odd. But then she said, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings by saying no. That I might be telegraphing to him that I somehow don't trust him or that might be offensive and it's really fine, you know, I'm, I'm making too much of a big deal about this 
because again, she was attracted to him. So she wound up going up to his hotel room and one thing led to another where he was cajoling her into, well, how about, you know, snuggling? How about this? How about that? And I guess I don't need to elaborate more on how the rest of this visit went. So Stephanie was telling me this later in a rather nonchalant tone. And of course, um, I mean, this had happened, oh, about a month ago. And later she was very concerned that she could have gotten pregnant. I was more worried about three or four other things that could have happened. But she was very disappointed with herself on why she did that. Because she always said, I would never do this. I would never have sex with someone on the first date. How could this have happened? And she was really down on herself. And so I invited her to rewind the whole thing and slow things down so she could feel a little bit more deeply into her body. What was her body saying at every moment? And this is something that if you've struggled to say no, especially when it's not clearly an absolute no or yes, that your body get get clear on feeling inside your body. Your body will tell you a more accurate answer than your mind or your ego or your social graces will. So she was telling me, and I was asking her, at what point did she feel an uneasiness? And she told me it was when he was inviting her up to his room. And I asked her to describe, well, what does that feel like in your body? You know, is it a contraction in your stomach? Is it something funky in your throat? And she was starting to tap into what sensations would tell her that she was actually heading in a direction that she wasn't wild about. And this is something that many people, pleasers, have lost touch with. If all you have is your mind doing pros and cons of the moment... You know, does this make sense? Oh, it's not that big a deal. It's much easier to sort of be talking yourself into something when your body is already sending you an intuitive signal that this isn't quite right. And many people, uh, many people pleasers have this disconnect between what they think they should say or do in the moment with what their body is actually saying. In fact, many people pleasers in my 15 years of experience as a mentor, helping people with these um, problems, um, the reason why a, a psychological lens doesn't work as well is because the thing that needs to be amped up more is a more somatic one. It's one in the body. Because the mind can be brilliant in terms of uh, justifying or, you know, it's not that bad or what would they think of me? This will be fine. Are you, are you with me on this? That the mind is so good at rationalizing, but the body inside is already feeling a little bit tense and it gets overridden. And as the night progressed, it just got louder and louder and she kept overriding it to the point where... She wound up having sex with this guy, and she didn't really want to. And later, she told me she felt guilty 
and disappointed because the truth was she was attracted to him. So in her mind, she thought, well, maybe I deserved this because I was attracted to him. Can you feel into this? That oftentimes people pleasers have trouble discerning the layers that in this case, just because you're attracted to someone and having great conversation doesn't mean that you're okay with, you know, having a one night stand. And she, and I asked her to slow down what had been happening inside her body and her mind as the evening progressed. And she said, gosh, you know, he's such a great prospect. I was afraid that if I didn't say yes, he would reject me and I would lose out on a potential mate for the future. That maybe this would be a way to get to know each other better. Can you feel into this? This people pleaser that the mind finds some way to make a situation okay that previously she would have said, no, that I absolutely wouldn't do that. But in the moment, the mind starts to twist things a bit to fit a situation. I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. I don't want to lose a prospect. I am attracted to him. Maybe it's not that big a deal. I'm a big girl. I'm just coming to read a paper on his laptop. Of course, now it's very easy for everyone to say, oh, how could you have done that? I would never do that. Trust me, if you're a people pleaser, this situation has remnants of things that are probably familiar to you, especially when it's there are pieces in the scenario that were actually good. You know, it wasn't like he was, she was completely turned off and this gentleman or this man was not nice to her. However, it devolved into something that wasn't right. So the thing that she, I, I encourage her to pay attention to is how her body was telling her something's not right. Yes, I am attracted to this man. And the mind is saying, I would like to get to know him better. We're having great conversation. And I said gently, you know, Stephanie, there are a lot of ways people can stay attracted and get to know each other better without having sex on the first date. There are things called dates, you know, going to dinner, going to a show, meeting for coffee, and the attraction can be there. Getting to know each other can be there. That doesn't mean you want to have sex with them on the first date. And for a people pleaser, that is hard for them to feel into. So before everyone gets all up in arms and insistent that they would never do that, when people have difficulty saying no and there's something that they want and it goes a little awry, this is when people end up being talked into decisions they didn't want, going along with something because this man kept pushing her a little bit at a time. Well, how about this? How about that? And eventually she wound up you know, having sex with him and regretting it and then blaming herself because she was attracted to him. So I helped her see a, a myriad of other ways people can date when they're attracted to each other and wanting to get to know each other, but it doesn't involve one person talking the other into a one-night stand. You know, worst comes to worst, you sit in there in a hotel lobby, he says, you know, I've got a paper on my laptop. Let me go up to my room and bring my laptop down so you can see it. Boom. So not only does this whole thing 
hint at a not so flattering portrait of this so-called attractive potential prospect. You know, if you're a man listening to this, I hope you would never have engineered this kind of setup. And if you're a woman listening to this, perhaps you can feel into the potential risks that could have happened on many levels. Her health, her safety, oh my goodness. Seems all right, but this is what can happen when people struggle to say no. Take it seriously. Start to be connected more to that funny feeling in your body. And it's totally okay with saying to someone, you know, I'd rather us just hang out in the hotel lobby. Why don't you go up and grab your laptop and bring it on down? And I'd love to see your paper. But she didn't know the words. She didn't know how. She felt like she had to go along with this or that he would lose interest in her and she would lose a potential prospect. So Stephanie is much the wiser for now. I've confidence that she has learned from this experience. And and just by working with someone to help her notice the somatic and give her some repertoire, these are ways you can stop this locomotion train from going down a track you don't want. And if there's problems saying no, there's some gentle ways to do that. And I think she, part of her knows that the right man for her, if If he were offended by this, well, then he would not be the right man. And there is still a part that says, well, maybe it would have turned out okay. And she was even contemplating, I asked her, do you want to see him again? And she was a little hesitant. Because still in the mind, she thought, well, maybe this will all work out. And I asked her to tap into her body. And I asked her, Stephanie, do you want to see him? I mean, I have no, it's not for me to say in terms of a moral judgment, but what is the body saying? And after sitting down in her lower belly for a moment, she looked at me and she said, not really. And I said, there's your answer. And I tried to, I had her hold that for a good two minutes Because I knew without that support, the mind would come rushing in in half a second and say, well, you know, it could still work out. It wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't that horrible. It wasn't like, so again, I hope this little case gives you something to think about, something to feel through, that sometimes when things are going off in a direction you don't like, it's a series of things. It's one thing, then the next, and the next. And at any point, this whisper in your body, start noticing that so that the train doesn't have to keep picking up momentum down a track you don't want it. You can bop it back onto the track you do want to stay on. As usual, if you've enjoyed this, um, hit follow and subscribe to this channel. Share this with your friends who might have similar issues in dating especially when there's a perceived lack of availability or, or perceived shortage. And I will talk about that perception in another clip. Because again, people's perceptions are their reality. So half the time, it's just challenging your perception and things can open up. Till next time. Thanks.